Are you ready? Fandoms assemble! All right, I'm a total dork. But I've been really excited to say that ever since I thought about this. So this segment, this this series, whatever, is fandoms assemble. We're talking about whatever fandoms. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit is part of Lord of the Rings. I guess I don't need to say that separately. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, uh, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Star Trek. I know I am missing something, but off the top of my head, I'm not remembering. But basically, this is the quote-unquote geeky side of things. The, you know, I've got my sports side, and now this is my geeky side. And I thought, and with some input from some friends... What would be a better way to start off this series than a discussion of Marvel versus DC? Now, I don't want to talk about the characters and how they are up against each other in battle. Because I know it's been done. I know Marvel and DC Comics actually did a run of the two of them against each other. And it was like a popular vote kind of thing. And I don't agree with most of the results. But that was back in like the 90s, I think it was. That's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU, and then the, I think it's the DCEU, and the Arrowverse, which is on CW here in the United States. Now, that's, that's the current cinematic run of these things. You've got the MCU, which we just had Endgame this past, what was it, April, May, and then we had Spider-Man Far From Home um, this summer, and the next one, do we, I don't think we have another one coming out this year, I think the next one doesn't come out until next year sometime, but we're moving on to the next phase, we've got the big arch of Thanos all wrapped up, Um, there's still some stragglers, but it's not really some stragglers with Thanos, it's stragglers with like what happened with Loki and, you know, what's going on with Cap passing on the shield and all that kind of stuff will be addressed, I am sure, because they don't leave loose ends. We we have seen this. It's been made very clear that they will address it. It may take 10 years, but eventually they'll address it. Um, so that's the MCU with what's currently um, mainly been on um, in, in, in theaters. But there was also um, a few on TV and then the Netflix series, which the Netflix series, I honestly don't know if they even count that as part of the MCU because they're never going, or at least so far, they don't plan on tying that into the um, cinematic verse. So I'm not sure if that counts as the MCU, um, but I'm talking like Jessica Jones, um, Daredevil, there was like two more, I think. But anyways, um, and then obviously with Disney Plus releasing, we also are going to have, there's WandaVision, there's Falcon and the Soldier. Is that what it's called? You would think I would know that one considering Bucky is my second favorite. Um, anyways, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That'll be coming out. I think they said that probably won't be released until next year, which is a little bit of a bummer. Because, again, Bucky is my second favorite. So, yeah. We may have to wait a bit for that. But it's coming. We know there's going to be more coming. It'll be on Disney+. Plus. There's that. Um, and then as for DC, I'm talking the, um, you know, the Justice League with Jason Momoa and 
um, you know, Wonder Woman where Chris Pine was in that. You see where my priorities are, right? When I'm talking about these movies. No, mainly it's just, those are the names that I remember. I'm really bad with certain names and other names if I really like the actor or actress. So I'm really sticking my head. Excuse me. Um, but there was that, the cinematic versions of, there was, was there a Batman movie or was it just the Superman and then there was Superman versus Batman and then there was Justice League and there was Aquaman and there was Wonder Woman and I know they talked about doing another woman, Wonder Woman movie. I'm not sure if that's happening or not. Um, and I honestly, at this point, I'm not sure where they're going. With all of it, oh, that's also the, um, it has Flash, played by Ezra, Ezra Miller, I think is his name. Um, see, again, I'm bad with names, but he was the one who was in the Fantastic Beasts movies playing Credence. So, see where my brain goes, this is, this is it. Um, so those are the movies that are the DC, I think it's DCEU, and then there's the Arrowverse on CW, that is, there's Arrow, Flash, Legends... Um, I, I'm going to totally screw up the title, so I don't remember. The Legends, and then um, there's now Batwoman or Batgirl. I don't know the name of the show. And I think there's a new one they're hinting at starting up. Oh, there's also Supergirl. Forgot about that one. Um, that is the, the DC Universe that is on CW. I call it Arrowverse. I don't know if that's the common term for it, but I call it that because my husband calls it that, and my husband is the one that follows that. I kind of watched some of it, like, a while ago, but I don't keep up because I've lost interest, and so he kind of keeps me informed of the storyline and stuff and shows me clips here and there. But here's my thing, right? This is is what I'm talking about, because... DC and Marvel, on paper, and I mean even on screen, but on paper, just description of the two and what they have to offer are very, very similar, right? You've got similar characters, similar power sets, Quicksilver and Flash come to mind (laughs) as a perfect example. Um, Obviously, they're very different sources of where they get their power from. Um, I mean, Superman is an alien, Thor is technically an alien slash god. So you've got some similar ways of getting power, some different ways of getting power. Um, but when you really dive into it, and, and I want to note and preface this again, this is from my point of view, this is my opinion, and I'm not at the point in this podcast where I have guests on this, so... Note that in the future, I am totally open to reopening this discussion and talking and getting other people's opinions um, and sharing, you know, what other people think about whether it's the comics, the original stories, whether it's bringing up the MCU, DCEU, Arrowverse, whatever. I'm totally open for it. This is not a once and done kind of discussion. None of my podcasts are once and done. I will gladly revisit things. I will gladly talk about things forever. And when you get me going on certain topics, and generally, if I'm not going to talk about things if I can't talk about them. 
I'm going to keep going. So I don't mind talking about it again and talking about one of my favorite fandoms, MCU right now, is not a problem for me. So note my opinion, my point of view. I am not a comic book person. Any comic book or, you know, source material stuff that I know I have either researched on my own or I've gotten information from other people. So again, I may not be accurate with all of my facts about stuff, but this is my point of view, what I remember as bits of information, whatever. Now that that disclaimer is out of the way, I want to talk about issues I have with them and, you know, which one I prefer. Now, I guess right off the bat, it's going to be very clear which one I prefer because I don't have as many issues with it as I do with the other. And I am sure you can probably tell already because I have mentioned favorites so far. MCU is my go-to. I am I am very much an MCU girl. I, I prefer the MCU hands down. I will watch some of the DC stuff. Not so much the TV stuff, and really not the movies, but I'll watch some of it here and there. I'm just not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of, I don't know if it's the writing and the scripts. I don't know if it's the source material. Um, I just, I'm not a fan of the DC characters. And, you know, that's just, that. some people are going to say, well, but they're basically the same as the Marvel characters. Well, they're not. They're not. Um, and again, yes, some of it comes back to acting and how they're portrayed because I will admit like some of the earlier Batman stuff, like the, uh, Christian Bale Batman stuff, I don't mind that, but I'm not going to go back and watch his stuff too often. I'll, I'll watch it every once in a while, maybe if I'm in the mood for it, but I'm not going to go back and watch it all that often versus MCU, not all of them, but a good majority of the MCU movies, I have no problem with putting it back on again. I'm not a huge fan of certain MCU characters, I will say that. And so some of their movies, I'm not going to watch as often. Like, Spider-Man, don't shoot me. <laughs> or Thor, again, don't shoot me. <laughs> um, I feel like it's blasphemy talking about that because I have so many friends that are all Marvel fans. So I'm like, please don't hurt me, but this is just me. I, now, I will preface, I will say, Tom Holland is honestly my favorite Spider-Man. And I don't mind watching his movies, the Spider-Man movies or the Thor movies, the characters that are not my favorite in the MCU. I don't mind watching their movies. But if anyone says, hey, let's watch a Marvel movie, which one should we watch? I am going to say any of the Avengers or most of the Avengers movies or the Captain America movies before I say anything else. So those are my go-to ones. But I will watch most of all of the other movies so far. I'm, I will be honest. And say I'm not really a fan of Captain Marvel. I watched her movie. I watched the movie. I just don't think I'll ever watch it again. Or mm, that often. Um, I, again, I don't know if it's the character, the source material, or if it's Brie Larson. No offense to Brie Larson. Not that she'd ever listen to this. But no offense to anybody in the movie. It was a good movie. I just mm, had a hard time getting into it compared to some of the other ones. That's all. Um, and Black Panther is kind of the same, but I will be very honest with you. I kind of went to see Black Panther because I heard rumors of the very final end credits scene and I really wanted to see it. And 
Okay, side note, if I spoil anything for anyone, I'm sorry, but it's been months since the last movie came out in the MCU, so I really hope I'm not spoiling these for you. I really hope so. Anyways, um, so the very end scene of Black Panther was when we saw Bucky, finally, again, out of, you know, out of the ice, out of the cryo chamber, whatever, that he had been put in um, after the Winter Soldier, not Winter Soldier, uh, Civil War. Um, and honestly, that was, Black Panther was a great movie. I enjoyed it. He definitely enjoyed it. But I went to see it because I wanted to see the final 30 seconds of the movie. (laughs) Maybe not 30 seconds, but that was what I was most excited about. And that's one of the things I remember most about it was just this little blip at the end when we finally see Bucky again. Like, (sighs) that's me. Um... But, okay, so the point of this was to talk about the difference and all that fun stuff. And so here's my thing. I feel like the guys with Marvel have been able to do amazing things. Um, I feel like the DCEU is an attempt to copy, not copy, but to imitate the things that MCU, they've been able to do with the MCU. Um, and I don't think they've succeeded. I don't know if it's because they don't have the writers or if it's because of the star power that... Um, sorry, getting distracted, guys. Bad thing to do when I'm doing a podcast. Um, I don't know if it's because of, you know, the right, the script writers or the directors or the producers, or the cast, I don't know. I just know that no one, maybe not no one, because it's Star Wars, but there's not a lot of people that have been able, well, no, Star Wars is different, that have been able to take something from a source material like Marvel and the comics and been able to turn it into the empire it is now. Now... I may be premature in saying this, and I am basing this all off of this first arc, right? From Iron Man to Endgame slash Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, Spider-Man Far From Home is definitely the beginning, the lead, you know, it's 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 either the beginning of the next arc or it's some, some gray area in between arcs. And I'm sure we've already seen hints of whatever the next big thing is going to be. Because that's just how they roll. But I'm I am a little hesitant and unsure of how things are going to be now that this first arc is done. Because we've had so many changes happen after Endgame, which I understand it was done because you know we're preparing for the next set. You know, we've got most of the original Avengers are done. Whether they're permanently out of the picture or just sort of out of the picture and there'll be a sideline role, I don't know. But most of the major people from the first arc are gone. And then there's a few people that we were introduced to and they played roles in the first arc that now they're going to be have even bigger roles in the second arc. And that'll be fine because it'll it'll carry over and it'll make them mesh a little bit more, I hope. <laughs> but for me, I'm... I'm a little hesitant because anytime you change stuff like that and you take away major characters, you take away my favorite character, I, I'm i going to be very hesitant to keep watching. I will keep watching. I'm not going to stop watching yet. 
I'm reserving judgment until I see things. And at that, there's so many different characters and so many different movies. I'm sure I'll probably see them all for a while, at the very least, unless I absolutely hate the way things are going, then we might have issues. But when Marvel started, I guess it's over 10 years now, isn't it? Um, But when Marvel started their run of the MCU, I don't think anyone had any clue what was going to happen. But those guys that started this, that are like the head guys of the MCU, I'm losing names at the moment, but they have had plans in place and they have been laying the groundwork since the beginning. And it's only now that we're looking back and going, oh my gosh, I get that. I get that. I see that. And now like, like, um, Okay, spoiler alert, if you have not seen Spider-Man um, Far From Home, I'm sorry, this might be a, yeah, a spoiler, this is the end scene. Um, okay, I'm not, I won't, I won't give you too, too many details right now, because I guess it's still been quite a short time. But, at the very last scene of Spider-Man Far From Home, we see something that happened that now people are left going, but wait, how long has that been the way it is? How long has that changed? <laughs> because now we're going back and we're we're looking and we're reflecting and we're going, but did they change it here or did they change it here? And was that really the way it was supposed to be there or what? And I know that doesn't make a lot of sense and I'm sorry, but I'm trying to be respectful of people that haven't seen Spider-Man yet. And I only... I'm not giving the details because I know a couple of people that haven't. And to be fair, I only just saw it 100% the way through within the last week. <laughs> so I know that there may be people out there that haven't seen it. So this can be brought up in a different podcast episode. But I'm just... I'm rambling. But I'm very, very, very passionate about MCU. MCU is pretty much... At the moment, I don't know if I would say it's my top fandom, but there's a very, very fine line between my top three, and that's Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit, and Marvel, and that's Captain America mainly with the rest of the Avengers kind of after. I apologize. My son is with me at the moment, so there might be extra noise, but so I'm very, very, very passionate about MCU. Um... But the things they've done, I haven't seen done in such a scale in almost any other film, storyline, industry, whatever. The massiveness that is the MCU. I don't... I don't think it really has existed that... If if it has, it's not to the same extent and it's in, in a different way. Um... And DC, I feel like when Marvel started, they were like, hey, let's try to do that. And here's the thing with DC, at least the DCEU. When they started, it was on the coattails of MCU starting and gaining their ground. And they, I feel like DC went too fast. I mean, I mean, we had, what, one movie, and then we had Batman vs. Superman. Which Batman vs. Superman, like... Guys, like the blue versus blue is yes, it's a very blue versus blue means hero versus hero. Side note. Anyways, 
it's a very common thing. It's not that it's not done. Hello, Civil War. But what number was Civil War? Civil War was the third Captain America movie. Civil War was deep into the MCU run. So we didn't have that blue versus blue. We had like skirmishes, like think um, the first Avengers movie when Thor comes to take Loki out of the um, Quinjet. And then Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America kind of duke it out because they don't want Thor to steal Loki. But, you know, to go that big of Batman versus Superman so fast, to me, it felt like they're just trying to push their big stuff and they're trying to push it way too fast, at least for me. And so. Like, we come off of, um, oh goodness, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. You know, we come off of just the brief introduction to these characters, and then all of a sudden we're having, you know, Batman's there, and he's fighting against Superman, and we only just met Superman, and he just dealt with this, and now there's this big problem happening? What on earth is going on? And then you go away from that to Justice League, and, or no, was Wonder Woman first? See, I don't. I, Wonder Woman, from what I understand, and I haven't seen it all the way through, was a good movie. Aquaman was a good movie, but to be fair, how many? Like, arguably, Aquaman was the best out of the DCEU movies so far, and they kind of did. I feel like it was more of an attitude of, well, we're sinking and this isn't succeeding anyway, so let's just spend all of our money here and get a bunch of big names and make it really well done with, you know, the the graphics and everything. And here we are, and it's their most successful movie. Now, I don't know if they can consistently put out movies like that because, you know, budget issues and stuff and the, the success or lack of success of their other movies. But, you know, it it showed that they threw kind of everything into it because it was kind of like, well, we're done. Here you go. Let's just do whatever we want to do. And look at what happened. So I, it was too rushed and they just, they're not consistent with the quality I think that they put into their stories. And just to me, what I've seen of the DC movies of the newest run it feels really choppy and separated and the way that Marvel was able to combine their movies that were done before Avengers and in between, they throw in enough little details of other things that makes them mesh a little bit more. It's not like here's Superman, here's Wonder Woman, and here's Aquaman. And I understand like Wonder Woman, like they were giving her origin sort of story and same thing with Aquaman. And I do get that. But like with Captain America, he was his origin story was in a different time than Iron Man, but there was still enough tied in between Iron Man and other things that you didn't feel quite as choppy. So that's an issue for me as well, that it feels really choppy. And then just the overall tone of DC movies, and this is the Arrowverse on the CW as well, the overall tone of DC is just very dark. Now, there's not, not to say that there's not dark source material in Marvel, that they don't deal with dark issues. I just feel like DC's like the broody brother who hides in the closet, you know, not not the closet, the basement or something, you know, versus Marvel's kind of the, like, 
I don't know, the kid that gets out there and gets into skirmishes but still keeps going and is able to look for the positive as often as possible. Like, so you go out there and you live your life, you're still going to deal with bad and dark and brooding moments, but you deal with everything else too. You know what I mean? Versus DC kind of feels like I'm going to hide away in the basement and it's going to be dark and it's going to be dreary and I might have visitors every once in a while trying to cheer me up, like adorable little cinnamon buns like um, Ezra Miller as The Flash. (laughs) But there's just, overall, it's just this, like, overwhelming, depressive feeling. And the Arrowverse on CW has a little bit more positivity to it. I just, one of the big differences between the CW TV shows and the MCU is clearly it's a TV show versus a movie, and there's a lot more you can do with a movie that you can't do with a TV show. But just story-wise and stuff, I just, I don't know. I I just feel a vast difference in the, the storyline as well as just the mood and how it makes me feel. And I just... Even the funny moments when, like, legends are joking and making fools of themselves or there's a unicorn killing people, like, it's funny and, like, I'll watch it and there's some good moments and there's some good character relationships and stuff, but just overall, it's just, like, why? I don't know. And then the other thing that is an issue for me with, um, with DC... And this isn't so much the DCEU or the CW shows. This is just DC in general. But I feel like DC resets all the time. (laughs) It's like, we've got a big bad coming. We're going to fight him. Half of our people are gone. Let's reset the universe. And when they reset, there might be some changes made. There might be a new face, you know, filling a new, a different role or something, but it's just like, snap, we reset, snap, we reset, and we're resetting all the time. Every major thing that happens, we're resetting it. Ironic that I chose the word snap, because with Marvel, just MCU as an example, there was the snap, (laughs) and then they reset things with their own snap. But here's the difference. It wasn't a, I'm resetting the storyline completely. We're starting over with a new origin for Bruce Wayne and a new way of Superman coming to Earth and it's going to be Superboy this time or something. I don't know. It Instead, it was the same people, the same faces trying to right a wrong after Thanos quote-unquote reset things. And so they fixed it and brought everyone back and then got rid of Thanos. And in the process of fixing that, we faced dark times. We lost people and people are moving on because they're realizing they have the chance to finally. And we're left with new faces stepping into roles but it's not a reset of the universe like DC likes to do. Now Marvel has had their reset de- resets in 
the comics. I'm not going to say that Marvel doesn't do it at all. I just feel like, to me, at least from what I know of the comics and what I've seen done overall, is DC, it just resets. And it keeps the same people, more or less, and it keeps them going. Versus Marvel faces the big bad, faces the crisis, whatever it is, and they keep going. They adapt. They fill in the missing the missing spots, but they keep going. If that makes sense. I don't know, guys. Um This is this point is more bringing in the comics and you know the source material that the MCU and the DCEU and the CW Arrowverse they use the source material and I will give at the very least the CW DC verse and the MCU I'm not sure on the DCEU because I haven't watched enough and I didn't pay enough attention they did a really good job of pulling from the source material, pouring, pulling from the comics. Now, I know for a fact that Marvel has changed things up quite a bit, but they have changed things up while still staying true, at the very least to the spirit of the story, of the original comics, if not also actually staying true to what happened in the comics. So that's always a good thing when you stay true to that. So talking about the reset and stuff like that, that's mostly comics. We haven't really, I mean, DC didn't get far enough for it. And in their movies, in the cinematic version, and the Arrowverse, the CW DC verse, um, the Infinite Crisis, I believe, is the storyline for most of the shows this season. That'll be their big crossover event, I think, in December. Or it's, early. it's usually, like, early December. It's the lead-up right before the uh, winter break that most of the shows take. Um, and so I don't know what they're calling it, if they're calling it Crisis on Infinite Earth for sure or not. I think that's what it's called. Um, but, yeah, they're approaching their first what in the comics was one of the big resets. They had the crisis on infinite earths, the crisis happened, all that stuff happened. And that was one of the times that the DC comics reset things. So it'll be very interesting to see how the DC CW verse comes out after that crisis happens. But chances are, it's not going to be resolved until the end of the season in March or April when the season actually ends. Um, I, I am of the opinion that something like that is we're going to have the crisis. We're going to have the bad things happen. There might be certain characters missing for a good chunk of the rest of the season, but they'll be spending the rest of the season trying to figure out how to solve it. I don't know. That's just my speculation. See, I do pay attention to some of the CW DC stuff. I'm just not quite as into it and I can talk about it with people. It's just, to me, there's something about the MCU. There's some kind of <laughs> ironic choice of words coming here, guys. There's some kind of magic that's been sprinkled in <laughs> with the MCU. And ironic because Marvel's part of Disney. 
and it's a little bit of Disney magic, maybe, I don't know, but it is what it is, and they've found an amazing formula and an amazing way of sharing their stories and finding that balance between characters, and I, I, yeah, (laughs) so these are all the thoughts I have, and if I keep talking, I'm honestly just going to keep looping through because that's the main points that I had written down that I wanted to talk about, um, the differences between the two of them. Now, my personal preference clearly is Marvel. I want to know what you think. What's your preference? Marvel, DC, are you talking comics? Are you talking the movies? Are you talking TV shows? Let me know. Again, my Instagram is kts underscore adventure, Katie's adventure. So find me on Instagram, add me, shoot me a message, let me know you listen to the podcast and what your thoughts are. Um, But for me, my favorite, hands down, Captain America, Steve Rogers, Chris Evans. Second favorite, Sebastian Stan, Bucky Barnes. I enjoy a lot of the characters. Iron Man and RDJ definitely grew on me. Um, And, you know, I really like Natasha um, and Clint. So there's lots of changes in my lineup and (laughs) how the future of the MCU is going to be for me with my favorites being changed so much. Um, but I love it. So let me know what you think. And I hope you enjoyed this little wonder that we've gone on down the road of geekdom and fandom and I hope I make sense and yeah so that's just some of my opinions and we can talk more and share more later and definitely we will be revisiting this topic at the very least we will be revisiting the topic of the MCO and plenty of other podcasts but as things progress and change who knows maybe I'll bring on guests and we can debate Marvel versus DC some more so As always, thank you for joining me on today's little wander. Can't wait for our next adventure.